It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Culture, celebrating our drive towards perpetual consciousness and eternal narcissism beyond our deaths. You ever go to a bookstore? Why do they put the books horizontally like that? You can't, you have to turn your head to read them if you're going to buy one. I guess they haven't invented sideways bookstores yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. More on humans. I mean, but are bookstores even like relevant anymore? It seems like uh, it mostly caters to a certain demographic that just buys books. Yeah, that's what stores are. I don't think books have much of a future. I think it's all going to be via Kindle or e-readers. Yes. A book is like an NFT of a Kindle. Yes. I th- except I wow. think a book I think a book's token might be f- uh, fungible. Yes, it is fungible. The Kindle part is the NFT. Well, NFT stands for non-fungible token, so I think it's different. Loot. Wow. All right. Confrontational today. Really? I'm always confrontational. Not always. Quirky's yeah. through. So like- I think that's the reason why I was brought here, to be confrontational. So We're here to make friendly wagers on current events as dictated by the missive that is due to arrive any moment. Uh, any old bets? Yes, uh, we should check out like the current Spotify subscriber numbers for Ice Spice, I believe, because we made a bet about that. I have right. a feeling. I have a feeling. We're I won. All, all going to be losers. Oh, well, I'll probably. I probably won. I bet she's going to. I had said I think that she's going to have ten million. Yeah, current. I doubt was, it. What a terrible guess. Yeah. What a dumb guess. Yeah, like I'm, I feel. I'm so bad at the show. Really dumb sometimes. So bad at betting. I'm so bad at guessing. I think I had something around 10 million. Mine was like 4.3. My number was 3.82 million. No, you wasn't. And yours Come was. On. Yours was you le- more than mine. Yours was. She more was. Mine. She mine was 3.4 million back then. She was right. 3.4 million last week. Let's well, see where she is now. We're at 3.8 million now. So that was the closest. Very insignificant increase. Oh my god. Guess she sucks. Yeah. Guess she sucks. Who won? I won. I had the lowest number. It was not 
it was above 3.8, but mm. I mean. so, so that means you get $10 from all of us, yeah. which puts you in the lead here, yeah. Corky's 1988. Yeah. With the most money on prop culture. You know, Lou, I realize when you brought up Ice Spice, yeah. in the context of pop culture, I think most people thought she sucked. Really? I think so. They think she sucks? Yeah, I went on the comments. Everyone's like, this sucks. And then I was like, I feel like I got tricked into saying it was cool. You tricked me yeah. to make me look lame and like right. things that suck. That's the whole point of pop culture, is to trick people into liking things. Even though they're lame and they suck. Yeah. That's and so it's good, intriguing. But then you like them forever. Like, uh, what's a song from when you were a teenager that sucked, but you love? Up, down, girl. That song doesn't suck. Don't we rules. Well, do you guys know? Here's my pre-existing condition. Oh, oh God. Yes. Ice Spice. Her first name is Isis. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Which is interesting because we brought up the terrorists and the dog. Right. Yes. But what is her last name, who is also the name of a famous Disney character? Oh. Oh, wow. I would say Esmeralda. Are we are we doing it now? Ten. I'd, I'd say one of the most famous Nine. Disney characters of all time is from the Beauty and the Beast, Gaston. I'm gonna say Isis Gaston. I'm gonna say Icus, Isis, <laughs> Isis Dopey. Isis Dopey. Dopey's a good guess. I wonder. I wonder, Quirky's, if you knew. I just thought Esmeralda. No, no. Isis, Esmeralda. Gaston is the correct answer. Wow. Really? <laughs> wow. Gaston. I didn't know. Did you? I mean, I didn't know. I didn't even look. A famous. I just thought of Gaston. I don't know why. I do know Isis that um, Gaston. Ice Spice is a Dominican and I think African-American heritage. So I thought, you know, it should be a Dominican name, you know, last Yeah, name, that makes sense. I didn't know which. Spanish or French. It was character. a great guess. Thank you. Fortunately, the wrong one. Hey, you get the twenty-five dollars. Wow, balls like Jagger down to forty dollars right now. Oh it's man, like, oh, I lose money. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait I was just to trying see to what have happens fun with everybody. Well, you did. I just lost. I guessed it right because I. Too the fact that it was uh, Gaston was so balls like Jagger. Like <laughs> you would see Gaston, you're like, oh, I want to do a, a pre-existing condition based on that name. Saw a French name and you jumped. I'd rather be predictable than be a dick. Okay, so All right. that's, well, I'm having. That's a good point. I know. Dick table. Right? <laughs> I appreciate that. I just so sometimes it's okay to just be like a guy, you know. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Uh oh, the someone's sawing through the floor. Oh, it's that lumberjack. It's like a little circle around your chair. Yeah, I hope I don't fall through. Oh, it looks like oh, the rest of my building <laughs> fell and I stayed. <laughs> I love Whoa. that happens. So There's funny. the missive. Thank it's you. The hold on. Opposite of what you expect visually. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Two yeah. plus two equals five. Yeah. Um, loot. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Yeah. For adventurers. Yeah, that's me. Thanks. Yep. All right. Got it. That was them. That was me role playing of getting the missive. Oh, wow. Honestly, that was one of the best performances of prop culture. I yeah. think when we do our prop culture award show, that's going to win something. Yeah. Best that actor. Moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lou, yeah. you're not a good liar, but you were good at lying at that time. Yeah. Wow. Which is it? Dear Lutebeck and the rest, existence continues to be a gamble. Here are today's topics. Big Bears. Bears. 
Uh, happy meals for adults. No, happy bear week. Fat bear week. It's happy. It's fat bear week this week. Now, when you mean? say fat bear week, what is yeah. the context of that? Is there an obese bear in the woods and they go offer him treats? Yes. Or is it about Bigfoot? 2022 Fat Bear Week is a celebration of success and survival, a way to celebrate the resiliency, adaptability, and strength of Alaska's brown bears. Oh, wow. That's oh, nice. I love bears. Yeah. That's, bears that's nice, too. yeah. Isn't this wholesome? Yeah. yeah. Online visitors can vote to see who's the uh, Fat Bear Week champion. Wow, do they have webcams set up or something? Yep. Oh, or do I they just have a bunch that. of fat men send yeah. pictures. <laughs> well, so uh, when this podcast comes out, they'll have declared the champion of Fat Bear Tuesday. Oh my God, that's wow. so awesome! Yeah, that we're here before it even happens. Do yeah. we get to vote on who it is? It's like a tournament. It's sort of like uh, was that soup? What's it? Super Tuesday? Yeah, Mar- March Madness. I'm oh, March thinking. Madness. Oh, what's Super Tuesday? Is that president shit? I think yeah. that's. Um, the primaries, I believe. Saddle up and show up for the sundown showdown. Brooks River ain't big enough for the two of them. On one side of the river, the incredible bulk 747 funnels fillets like a frequent flyer. Further downstream, the queen of corpulence 435 Holly is looking for a quick draw comeback. Uh, That's what it is. They have names uh, that are numbers, much like Quirky's 1988. So we're watching as these bears fatten up before hibernation, essentially. Yeah, and it's sort of like a tournament where humans vote which one's the cutest or the most appealing. Am I getting this right? That's right. Yeah. I wish I wish Penthouse did a, a survey like this where they had some bears. sexy uh, nude sexy actor- bears. actresses that got fat, and you've yeah. got to watch them fatten up in real time. <laughs> vote who's hot. Who's hotter? Wow. Fat, getting fat. Like up. a time lapse of the actor. The actor. Yeah. I wish they had a penthouse episode that was just called Jack Off to These Bears, and it was a magazine full of bears to jack off to. I, I can't do that unless they're kissing. Like, if they're just sitting there if in it's the not stream. Love. Right. Yeah. So if, if they're kissing, then it feels good. But. I mean, it's gross. That feels like bestiality, dude. Uh, but is it illegal to just show pictures of bears kissing? Is that illegal? That's not illegal. illegal. I, think well, jacking, I think if you jack off to it, It's though. not illegal, but, no, you know, but if, I, not- if I knew... a an NFT that did that, I'll be like grossed out because it seems that you know they have issues. Yeah. Are, are you going to? We're gonna. We have a choice between two bears. It's down to two bears. One of these bears will be the champion. Okay. The Incredible Bulk seven forty seven or four thirty five Holly. I'm going completely. I'm going Holly. Not only does she have a real name, which reminds me of my two quirkiest pals, the Quirkies. But also, they call her corpulent. Uh, I think it's yeah. girl power. I think it's ha- Halloween themed. Okay, we've got your vote. And I gotta say, I like how Holly has progressed and gotten much fatter, whereas 747 just looks like kind of fatter and also maybe different lighting, so it's hard to tell. Mm. Oh wow! I'm voting for Holly. Quirky's 1988. What say you? I think Holly's way cuter. My heart is totally drawn to Holly, but. Just to make this fun, I like the number 747 better because 747 stands for Boeing 747, which was probably the last good airplane Boeing made. So I'll go for 747 just because I like the number. I don't like the bear, to be honest. Quirky's 1988. Okay, I'm going to say 747. I'm with you, Quirky's 1988. It's a fun number. There's Some numbers are just a lot of fun. 747 is a great number. 435 Holly, not that interesting a number. 
Nice that there's a name. I'm going 747 with you. Lock it in. Well, but Holly did get fat up, I would say. Ooh. Yeah, Holly did get fat. I mean, you could see clear progress there. Yeah, no. well, we're at 747. Like, well, yeah. Yes. I guess the main got a little darker, but yeah, there's no real difference, you know? It's like. I, I like too. Holly has like white hair on her ears, which I think is just real. I'd love to scratch those bare ears. Pre existing condition. How do you weigh a bear? <laughs> oh, my God. You have? You have the, ans- the answer? Yeah. Okay, so my guess is that there's a trap, and there, you know, they put salmon on the trap, and when the bear um, eats it, you know, like the trap, the net goes up, and while the net goes up, there is a mechanism that weighs the bear. Maybe they have like you know how during uh, novel coronavirus era, they always have little guns that would check your temperature. Yeah. Maybe, there, maybe there's a gun that checks weight. Oh, a yeah. weight gun. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Thank you. That would be cool. Damn. Oh, I'm going to guess that there's, uh, you take them onto like a thing where you weigh trucks or cars, but and you put them in the truck or car and you subtract the weight of that. Yeah. You're saying you put a bear in a truck and weigh the bear in the truck. You weigh the truck. You weigh the truck. The weight of the and you truck. press tear, right? And yeah, then, to make it zero. And then you add the bear to the truck and then see how much it weighs and subtract the difference. It's that or they've got a fun harness, but I feel like wrangling a bear into a truck is easier than wrangling in a harness. And when okay. I say truck, it could be van. You're saying put a bear in a van and drive the van to the roadside truck weighing place and weigh the bear, then bring it home. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You lose. Damn it. The Alaskan ursines of Fat Bear Week are very heavy indeed. Laser scanning can help measure their size. Whoa. Whoa. So there is huh? laser scanning? Wow. Does that laser do the weight? How, wait, how does the laser weigh? Typically, an ecologist who wants to accurately measure a bear's weight would have to capture it to do so. They have to be darted with tranquilizers, often from helicopters. It's an intrusion in their lives. Wow. But for non-scientific purposes, they're testing a new way, and it's using laser scanning. Wow. They don't have to sedate or manipulate them. They use a Trimble, listen to this, a Trimble SX-10 scanner that measures objects like buildings and it emits laser beams that bounce back to the device after they reach an object. Special software processes all the data, creates a three-dimensional model of the object. Ba-ba-ba-boom, ba-ba-ba-bing. I get your money. <laughs> you get, I get his your money. money. Oh, that was a good one. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. 
We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Motion pictures. How much does a go to under the movies cost these days? Well, if you go to the Decatur one, that's cheap. Not much. Five bucks, yeah. We went and saw a barbarian there. It was awesome. I heard that was good. I think mostly it's like $13, $14 to go yeah. to the movies. Would you Would you see a rom-com? Would you pay to see a rom-com? Yes, I'm not going to go watch Bros with you. <laughs> Did you go to watch Bros? No, I didn't. Why? I went and saw Barbarian. Why? I only have time for one B movie. I'm surprised that more people aren't lobbying to get people to go see Bros. Bros? Yeah. Oh. The Bill Eichner film? Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, Bill Eichner used to be very beloved and hot for a Bill while. Bill on the street. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. I like him. I was listening to like an interview. He did a promotion with Conan or something, and he was talking about how he was like delegated to the Bravo channel because he's gay, but it's not really, it wasn't his sensibility, but that's just where they had to put him. And that, uh, yeah. That's Bros is interesting because they're trying to determine what makes something, what, what defines success in art or in a movie. And the oh, movie's wow, about the that? Nicholas Stoller. Okay. What makes it a success? Uh, money. Money, yeah, money number intake. one money. But I will have to say they're outliers, like Idiocracy, which didn't make a lot of money, but it does have a lasting cultural impact because whenever people talk about people getting dumber, they always bring up Idiocracy, the movie. But I remember when Idiocracy came out, it was not a financial success. That's because everyone was smart back then. Yeah. Now they're stupid and, and they'll go watch movies like Idiocracy. So maybe you're saying success is not the, I mean, uh, financial success is not the in- key well, indicator. Well, let's see if in if in it's 20 the key years. Indicator, I think it's a key indicator, but, you know, as time goes by, they're under yeah. indicators. In 20 years, if people are like, man, people are getting stupider, it's a lot like the movie Bros. <laughs> if that's what happens, <laughs> we'll know it's a success. Can it be a successful movie without a sequel? Like, if it doesn't merit, does it oh, warrant like, a sequel? Oh, like, you know, it would become triplets. I don't think a successful movie merits a sequel. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily needs a sequel, because look at Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. There was only one of those. There was never yeah. a Temple of Doom 2. You're right. You're 
Yeah. And Magnolia, we've all wanted a sequel, but Philip Seymour Hoffman's dead. Will there be a bros sequel? Do you want to make that bet? I say no. Why? Because um, the makers already think it's been unsuccessful. And if the makers think that, then, you know, the financiers won't, you know, won't be like, hey, I mean, the reason why people even make movies is to make money. I, I think the the creators, I'm, again, I don't know creators, I'm just going to say Bill Eichner. Bill. Bill on the street. so defensive about it not being a blockbuster. He came out so hot coming up with reasons why it did not succeed. I just feel like it's going to be uh, a, a thorn in his side going forward. A lot of people saying it's uh, is a, a necessary... A groundbreaking movie, and maybe that's enough to warrant a sequel. I say it's not going to be made. The only reason why a financier would make a movie uh, and not try to make money is if the financier wants to get into Hollywood parties, which I think is very rare. But yeah. I mean, those a lot of people happen. buy their way into parties. Yeah. So I think no, a sequel will not be made because number one, for my advice for Billy Eigner is you have to. Ex- exude confidence in pop culture. And he does. He runs around yelling. Is that not exuding confidence? No, that's not. I mean, if he already thinks it's a failure, if Billy Agner already thinks it's a failure... Do you, why do you that, presume that he thinks it's a failure? Basically, the film got some headlines as being a bomb. Then he got on Twitter and he said, I went and I sat in the back of a sold-out theater and people were crying and cheering. And that's I, I couldn't have been prouder in my life. They were they were going, oh god, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Stop the movie! Stop the movie! They were screaming about it. Yeah, it, it sounds like a success in that description. <laughs> well, huh. you guys, did you guys watch the Super Mario trailer? Yeah, looks good. Yeah, that's a movie I want to see. A lot of people were already complaining about Chris Pratt being the voice actor. Look, I've been He's complaining about Chris Pratt for years, but before then anyone they else did, played him. In the trailer, and he's just going, "Hey, Mushroom Kingdom, here we go," or something like that. Yeah. And people think it's terrible. Here's a bet: Do we think they're going to change the voice? No. no. They changed Sonic's design in the 3D movie about Sonic. It, they're not going to change the voice. They changed Number his uh, mustache and his sideburns, and I think his little front top bangs. Well, and he's got like those weird DreamWorks eyes that are like a little too sexy, you know? Ooh, Mario. Like, okay. Yeah. Mario's always been sexy. Yeah, Mario's always been sexy. Well, yeah, but he didn't have little DreamWorks eyes. He does smell like sewage, though, because he hangs around in pipes. Yeah. I think there's a non-zero percent chance they'll have him do his performance differently, because so many people seem so angry about it. I can see that as a possibility. Retakes, yes. You know, people do ADR. Yeah, people do ADR all the time. not rehire. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if they fired him and brought in... I think it'll be too expensive. It's also, what if... They do, redo all of his voice, and then it's even worse. Yeah, clearly they don't know what they're doing. You're saying, and so why would Voice-wise. they repeat that and do it? Do it? Do another terrible mistake? And Who knows? I know double. they changed what Sonic looked at. They changed like, what Sonic looked at. I think it's <laughs> cheaper to change so- like graphics than to change actors. I'm sure Chris Pratt has multiple clauses in his contract where if he gets fired, he gets paid a ton. There's of no money. way. They're replacing him. It'd be too embarrassing for him. He's got, you know, very high profile people who are making sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, isn't he married to a Schwarzenegger too? Yeah. Arnold will come over there and fuck. Yeah. He's yeah. married to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yes. he's married to. Him. You can't recast him. That Look would be you, you a pussy. much better choice. You can't even 
smoke cigars in your own mushroom kingdom. Do your Arnold uh, Mario impression. Hey, it's a me. <laughs> what is what is Chris Pratt's appeal that made um, him a Hollywood star? Matching I, number of letters in both of his names. I've oh wow, that's a good. Uh, that's an interesting theory. Um, I think he was funny in Parks and Recreation. I think, I think he lost that's a lot appeal. of weight, and then he showed a sexy self, the sexy side of himself, and then he got really popular with ladies. I haven't. I, I never saw a lot of Parks and Recreation, but I was always mildly annoyed by him. Also, you know. I mean, I'm not just saying that because everyone's hating on him now. Well, I, I saw just like a five-second clip the other day, and it reminded me it was funny. Oh, like, do you oh, know what was... really propelled him to stardom? Guardians of the Galaxy. Everybody yes. loved his performance. I thought he was. Movie. I thought that he was fine in that. The yeah. people, people liked him there. I think that's around the time when he um, Left had his troubles wife. with his ex-wife Anna Ferris, and eventually they broke up. Oh wow. Yeah. But my bet is that they might be do a few ADRs, but I think Chris Pratt's agents are too powerful to make him do like multiple oh, retakes like strong. Of, alre- of already recorded dialogue. I think also, how do you want him to talk like this? I think he shouldn't say anything. I think he should just go, whoa, 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 whoa and everyone else should talk. That's yeah. still a voice. I think it should just be like that. Oh, I think it should be like that the whole movie. Yeah, why do they have him talking and stuff? No, no, I, no, no, no. Isn't that the whole thing with like if you had a Legend of Zelda game, you'd never want Link to talk. A movie, I mean. He would just go. Yeah. Judging on the overall reaction of the trailer, I think the studio is going to be feeling pretty good that it's not. You know, people. I think generally people think it looks pretty good. Yeah, and they like Jack Black. And I think they're like, if they want to complain about Chris, let them. We love his voice. In the back of their minds, maybe they're thinking, oh, no. But I think they have enough. What do you think Miyamoto's thinking? Because they've been at Nintendo. They've especially guarded the property. You think Miyamoto's going to come in and go, mushy, mushy, we got to change this? No, I think Miyamoto's too old. People. He's too old. Yeah. People lose their guard once they get old. And Shigeru Miyamoto, one of the biggest geniuses Japan has produced. But I think he's old. And he has other um, things he wants to work on. This is just a Hollywood version of his baby. Fuck his Miyamoto. It's like a guy that makes video games. And yeah, he I made mean, Mario. He He's the creator created, of Mario. He created one of the biggest IPs of the tw- latter 20th Multiple. century. Multiple. Yeah. Mario and Legend Mario of Zelda. And, Zelda. and Dr. Mario. And Star Fox and Donkey Kong. Oh, wow. Neat. He's like, yeah, he's the Walt Disney of video games, a lot of people would say. I What's watched the Shigeru, Shigeru Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Like, well, one of the biggest geniuses Japan has ever produced. I mean, people should remember Nintendo was not like Atari, like setting out to be a video game company. It was mostly a, like a trading cards and board game company. He's the one who made Nintendo into a video game company. And two, he is an argument for nepotism because he got into Nintendo because his dad was a friend of the head of Nintendo. So wow. he has an argument for nepotism. That's I'm always next... for nepotism. Yeah, yeah, yeah nepotism works sometimes. Yeah. I'm all about that. Sure. Take what you take what you got. Chris Pratt, clearly a product of nepotism. There's no way that guy would get success any other way. I mean, there's nothing. No, he's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger with an interesting past and a weird accent. There's nothing really unique about him that would make him sort of stand out in Hollywood. I agree with you. Chris Pratt, Rio, pretty medium looks. It's not like. The, what no, what he if he talked about your medium. looks? People would say if he's he, hot. People say he's hot, but yeah, people think everyone's hot. Everyone has a sex addiction. Here's the thing. I don't think he's a nepotism baby. According to Wikipedia, at 19 years old, he waited tables at Bubba Gump Shrimp. Oh, wow. <laughs> and was in Maui. And he was discovered by Ray Don Chong. Pre-existing condition. Is Chris Pratt hot? No. 10. 
Yeah, no. Right. Not hot. Hey, not oh, my God, type. I'm looking at a photo right it's, now where he looks good, right. but he's not hot. Medium. Good to medium. Now, do we have to do a poll with our audience to see if he's hot or not? No, I'm just right? going to tell you uh, that he's perceived as hot. So I, you bet against it, you're wrong. You owe me money. You know, I Googled, is Chris Pratt hot? And there's only four results. <laughs> I Chris put it Pratt in lost Sexiest Man Alive to Chris Hemsworth. Well, if you're a runner-up... <laughs> then you're not the winner. Is it a binary? You're either yes. hot. Yes. You're either yes. the sexiest man alive or you're not hot. <laughs> Look, I am on a site called VIPFAQ.com. Yeah. And there is a button on there. It says, is Chris Pratt hot or not? Uh, and then the voters, 19% of all voters think that Chris Pratt is hot. 81% voted for not hot. Well, I've got to say I'm on fanpop.com. And Sight Chris rules. Pratt, hot or not, poll says hot with lots of exclamation marks, colon D, capital D, 93%. Well, okay, that contradicts uh, what you yeah. said, Quirky. Look, Ron Zolo, Han Solo Ruse picked hot rules and said, I have to pick hot. Some people agree with me, but not all. He's hot. That's IMO. All right, I'm going to find on the Facebook page, hot or not hunks. And I'm going to search for Chris Pratt and see what this Facebook page Shit, can't find anything. Okay, well, now I'm on hot. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Beaning. Beaning oh, is, a, is, is a new uh, trend that was right on the heels of uh, porcelain snorting, which is right on the heels of the uh, NyQuil chicken. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm two trends behind because I just heard of NyQuil chicken. So people are saying uh, you, you should, uh, you know, marinate your chicken in NyQuil. But no one's actually doing it. It just seems to be this sort of false TikTok hype. Kind of right? like Tide Pods. Uh-huh. Kind of like um, uh, smoking banana peels. Some kid went online and said, what if we start a fake trend called porcelain snorting? And then it became a trend. And then they shut him down on TikTok. Well, all of these things have their roots in Jankum. Yes, <laughs> yes, Jankum. yes. Jankum's <laughs> kind of the precursor to a and lot rainbow of these. parties. I forgot about Jankum. I mean, but for me, this is all like a more evolved digital version of pranks. You know, people used to do pranks all the time, and now, like any prank that you can do, can have far reach if you get into the TikTok algorithm. These things, I I, I feel, are kind of the essence of pop culture making people into believe something yeah yeah the, and the like, kids are grinding up their family's precious wedding china into a fine powder and snorting it yeah mm, so they can see the but i have a question how many american families still have porcelain that is a good mm. question boy that would have been a pre- good pre-existing condition if it but what, what is beaning though? pre-existing condition Without looking it up, have you already looked it up? I already looked it up. Disqualified. What is the TikTok beaning trend? Okay, so let's let's break this up. There's Nyquil chicken. It was like, oh, here's a hack that was fake about marinating chicken in Nyquil. Okay, porcelain snorting. Oh, this is a thing teens are doing. Let's pretend we're doing it. <laughs> beaning. <laughs> Like, I keep, and I don't think this is right, but I keep thinking about, like, so 
someone plugging their urethra with a dried That's bean. That's crazy. I was thinking about <laughs> plugging your urethra with a dried bean. <laughs> That's like the only That's thing I That's what I, I was think thinking. Of. Oh my gosh. It has to be. Telepathic. You know, or I maybe they just wow. watch the same porn, you know, and if you watch a certain porn. Oh yeah, we do porn, watch, you know, we do. Don't we watch Dancing Bear Pluggers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the, oh, we watch porn. the beaning tag on porn on beaning. <laughs> yeah. I made this great joke at a wedding last night. Oh yeah, I don't look at other thing? women. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't want me to look at other women, so I uh, just listen and alt tab. <laughs> pretty good. Oh, that got me laid at the wedding. Whose wedding? I don't know. <laughs> Plugging your urethra—that's my final answer. Yeah, you both? we're both saying that just guess for fun. Guess to be like Billy thing. Eichner's bros. We're like bros about yeah. it. Cower and terror. The latest TikTok trend is about dumping canned beans on people's front porches. You were close. No, no, not at all. I mean, that's why. That's like a dumb one. Who was closer? Both of them were. We had the like, same answer. <laughs> we had the same answer. <laughs> what a bad idea! Put yeah. in a bean in your urethra. <laughs> yeah, that was, was you deserve to lose ten dollars. Both of you had the same instinct. That's well, fantastic. Um, I wasn't I, thinking like a big, like a whole green bean or a string bean. I was just thinking like one single little, like you know, not even oh, a garbanzo, okay. just like a little. Tiny yeah, bean. no. I mean, no. No one thought you meant like a green bean. I didn't I would, think no, about a green bean of, until you said green bean. Yeah, I was thinking like navy bean, <laughs> yes. lima. That would logical be funny, bean. Right? Even just like a pea. Just a like, pea would have been better than a bean. Pea's not a bean. It's not. I don't know. I've decided to say it's not. Pre-existing condition. Oh God. Is uh, a pea a bean? Yes. I'm gonna I say yes so, as yes. well. I'll say yes, just because it's in a pod. Yeah. That was the dumbest one ever. Although you just lost 30 bucks. Pea, it, it is actually a bean. So wow. you just lost money to all of us. Yeah. We all said, yeah. You got all like excited a... and did it dumb. <laughs> well, you guys. <laughs> I, well, you know what he used to say whenever someone had a big clunky urine? He's like, oh, I'm peeing beans. He would yell that from the bathroom. Wow. It's yeah, like that is thing. like, yeah. It's what? never it's happened lame. to me. You're right. That was it's a bad lame. bet. I mean, was it? Yeah. yeah. It's like. You know, it's the number one. It's a yes, no. You can't do a pre-existing condition with That's like where you, you have can't. a probability of fifty percent of losing. That's true. That's terrible. I'm closing the missive. Got to fine. Send us your wagers to iHeartPropCulture or iLovePropCulture at gmail.com. Remember, nothing we say here is reliable. Prop Culture is a production of School of Humans and iHeart Podcasts. I don't want to throw that away. By the way, that nothing we say here is reliable. I know we have. Def- definitely said that a pea is a bean that's reliable that's 100 percent. but if nothing we say here is reliable wait, even saying nothing we say here is reliable wait, the cookful.com says no beans and peas are totally different from one another sorry you already the, lost your bet the cookful.com says they're totally different sorry. yeah well they're the cookful of shit right now also we'd love you to email videos if you can flip a car send us a video of it we'll play the sound of the video yep morningchores.com the difference between peas and beans and why it matters no it's not a bean why are you standing up you're running around and screaming it's not a bean it's not a bean get that bean out of your dick closing up the missive prop culture it's brand new season two 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.